Do, do you know that saying, it's like my cup's full or my cup's over full when you're talking about, you know, like how busy you are in life or you don't have enough time to do things, things like that. I've lived a life like my, like I've lived a, I've lived an amazing life, but I've lived a life where my cup is consistently full, like, like forever for like my entire, like as soon as I joined like the military, I've lived with like a cup full sort of lifestyle. And the last eight years, especially I've had a full-time job. I've had a part-time contract. And then I've had a smaller contract for almost all eight of those years. Uh, while I've been doing that, trying to think of how do I want to route this conversation here? Cause I want to tell you some news, but I want to give you some context while I've lived my life, especially for like the last eight years, I've always come across interesting ideas, projects I want to pursue, hobbies I want to try, new things I want to learn, you know, all that sort of stuff. I'm a man of infinite ideas and creativity, and I want to explore those things. And so I will get a new idea. Now, here's the trend. I get a new idea. I add it to my cup, my already full cup. My life is full. I don't have time for things, really, but I add it anyways. And I like the analogy of surface tension. You know, like, you can pour water into a full cup just a little bit slowly and you can actually get a little water bubble over top of the cup because of surface tension, because the, the hydrogen, what, the ions are like bonded together, right? It's like a chemical reaction that hold there. And you can, and I, and I think of that hobby as that little extra right at the top there. And you can, you can maintain all the water in the glass as long as nothing else, no ripples happen. Nothing really screws up the situation, right? Your life's full and then it's technically over full, but like you're getting by, you're surviving. Maybe you're losing a little bit of sleep or maybe you're making some small choices, but you're there, you're, you're able to maintain until life inevitably throws a ripple into it, right? Taps on the side of the glass, puts its fist on the desk, you know, depending on how, uh, how big that, 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 uh, that earthquake is in your life, right? Sometimes it is an earthquake. And then that creates ripples in the glass. The water does overflow at that point and it runs down the outside of the glass, right? And that's when your life, you're no longer able to manage all of the stuff in your life. Things are escaping you and you're starting to screw up and you're probably hurting other people, you know, in the process, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a friendship, whether it's coworkers and you're not being a good teammate, things like that, you start to screw up and then stress adds into your life because you're no longer holding your weight and you know it, right? And I've lived that life. And at these moments, I always have to make a choice. You know, you have to write it somehow or you're gonna screw your whole life up. And I tend to give up, my, my pattern is that I give up the latest personal hobby journey thing. The thing that I wanted to do, I give it up. And I have countless times, I mean, over the last eight years, hundreds of things I was really excited to do. And then a few weeks go by, life happens, and then I can't do it anymore. And I give it up. I don't have time for it. I don't have time for it. I give it up. This has been a consistent battle in my life. Well, this, this week, I, I quit a job. I quit one of my contracts. And it's a big deal in my life. It means nothing to you, but it's a big deal in my life because I don't really quit jobs. Like I said, I, for the last eight years, I've basically had a full-time job and two contracts and I've, and I've rolled with it. And people are always like, I don't know how you do it. And I'm like, I don't know how I do it either. And I do know how I do it. 
I do it because this is how this is my bandwidth right here. And then I try to pursue other things. My life gets screwed up and then I evacuate those new things, right? I get them, I jettison the new hobby, right? That's how I make this work. I keep screwing up my personal interests and siding with my professional relationships and obligations, right? Well, I've learned in the past few months that I'm a person that wants to add things to my cup and I never have the time to do it. And the reason is obvious. I never subtract things from my cup, right? So a few months ago, I decided it was time to subtract things from my life because I got other things I want to put in my life. I decided when I was leaving Vegas to quit drinking. It was a detox thing. It was a 90-day challenge thing. But also, it was the one thing I knew that was like an obvious thing that I would not mind removing because I'm older and I hate the hangovers. And honestly, it's only fun in the short term. And even then, it wasn't fun. And alcoholism was a part of my my late teen, like my, like from like, I mean, from like 16 to freaking 30, you know, it was like a mess, right? You know, uh, from full blown alcoholism to functional alcoholic to, you know, hide it to using it as a tool, using it to obey depression, you know what I mean? Like it was a mess. That's always, that's always like been there. And I was like, enough's enough. And then I held, I held enough's enough in my head for a while. And then I decided to do it. The reason I decided to do it, and I'll tell you what was so weird, but so true was it was so easy to quit when I quit. And the reason was because I had positive motivation behind it. I had a real reason to quit this time. I wanted the time to do something else I was more excited about. It wasn't about quitting alcohol. It was about adding in something else that I was more excited about. I needed to make room. Something had to go. I had to pour something out of my glass. And I'll tell you what, this was the best thing to pour out of my glass. You have no idea. No, you do. You do. You just don't realize it, especially if you're an alcoholic. You give up so much time, so much energy, so much money, so much resources, so much bandwidth to alcohol, to the parties that surround it, to the friendships built within it to the short-term fun, to the regret the next days, to the hangovers and the pain, to the late-night meals, all that crap. You, it, it's, not, it's so much bigger than, like the word alcohol does not even start to give a proper depiction of the weight that that word is in your life if you have a problem with it, okay? I immediately found evenings, weekends, mornings, just completely free. And I had energy to boot. I was also eating healthier. I also, in that spot where I gave up uh, alcohol and I had that available time, I inserted a gym. I started working out in the mornings. I started running in the evenings. I do weekend softball, right? All this stuff. And it was all working. It wasn't overfilling. I'm months into it and I'm still doing it and I'm loving it and I'm loving my new life. And the reason is, is because I didn't overfill my cup. I've spilled some water out, some old water, and I put in some new exciting water, right? And I love it. So when I got this typewriter, I started to find I had a new joy of writing. And I wanted to do it. 
but my cup was full again, okay? It's not like I emptied it out like it's not it's not a perfect system. I filled that I filled that space up quickly, right? With healthy habits, thank goodness. And they've I've sustained them, but my class is full again. But I wanted to write. And I wanted to write more online and I could feel the bandwidth and I could feel that I didn't have the time to do it. I wanted to put my stuff online. I wanted to build a blog. I got excited about it. It was my new personal project. I started constructing the blog. And that was me putting a little bit of water above the glass, getting that surface tension. And then what happens? Life happens. We lost some people at work. I took on new responsibilities. A contract job needed more media work. I just needed more bandwidth of my time. We started getting closer to Monarch, getting closer to like a version 1.0. And that meant the marketing effort had to start speeding up. Everything got busier at work. And I stopped building the blog and I started making excuses. I realized I made an excuse. And I realized that when I was talking to my friend Katrina. And as soon as I got off the phone, I could feel that I gave her excuses for why I didn't have the blog done. I, it, it, was, it was like there was a legit reason, technically speaking, that I was getting help from the creator of the theme that I'm using to make the blog, but that is BS. The reason it wasn't done is because I didn't have the time to do it because my glass was over full when I started and then life happened and I, my glass was spilling over and I lied to her. I lied to her because I was ashamed, you know, ashamed of the judgment, right? Ashamed to feel and tell someone I screwed up. Well, normally in this moment, and we're gonna go over 10 minutes, Normally in this moment, this is when my glass over full, what do I do? I protect my jobs, I keep my jobs, I fix my jobs, my professional relationships, I get rid of my side project. I've just learned this time that I, got, I, can't, I can't keep doing that because I, I just, I wanna do other things and I don't need three jobs. I need time. I make fine money, I need bandwidth. I need to remove things from my life so I can add more cool things into my life. I have to start thinking about priorities again. And the thing that came to mind this time was my last contract. It's like, I don't think I need the money. I would, I would love to not divide my attention professionally as many ways as I have for the last eight years. And I've had three jobs for the last eight years. And I just said, I bet similarly to like alcohol, if I remove one of my jobs, I will actually find a whole lot more decision-making power because I'm not switching tasks as much through the day. I bet if I leave a job, if I leave a contract, then I'm gonna gain time and everyone's gonna win a little bit more. You know, Bubble Up and the coding school, they're gonna get more of my attention. I'm gonna do more quality work, right? Monarch's gonna be able to find someone to fill my shoes that's hungry and has the bandwidth to give them a better job than what I was giving them, right? And then I will have more time to, and decision-making power you know, and bandwidth to pursue my next things. The blog, the writing, the art creation. I've got ideas, I wanna do these things. So I had that talk. I had that talk this week and I told him exactly what it was. I said, I'm stretched too thin. I feel like I'm not giving anyone the time and energy. I feel like I'm neglecting my personal interests and hobbies and something has to give. And this time I'm giving up this job. He totally understood. He loved my honesty and transparency. I said, if anything changes in the future, he said, of course, he's like, he's like if there's something to do, you can always hit us up and we'll, we'll figure it out. Um, 
And so like we parted ways, like we, we did the credential exchanges and all that. And we, we've parted ways here and I feel weird about it because I've, uh, you know what I mean? I feel weird because like, I don't quit jobs, but I did. So I kind of feel like, I feel slightly like I failed them, but I know I didn't fail them. I did good work while I was there. And I was honest when I left and they understood it, but it still feels weird because it's a professional opportunity. But I am also very excited to take some job, some professional weight off my fricking shoulders and be able to give other people the attention they deserve and the attention, the, the attention they pay for. And also provide myself with greater time and bandwidth to pursue my own things. So I'm sitting here and I was thinking about what should I write with the podcast? And I'm literally sitting here and I'm following the tutorial to create the blog. And I've got a smile on my face and I'm like, yeah, this is great. See, it's, it's 9.30 at night and you know you got time and you can do this. You don't feel exhausted. You have some brain power here. Use it, you know, and I am. And it feels good. The lesson here to take away with is for a long time, I've always known I haven't had the time but I did stuff anyways. And then I fail when I can't balance it all later when life happens. I know a lot of people in my life that have things that they'd love to do. And the number one excuse is I don't have the time. I have this, I have that, and there's a million responsibilities and they all are valid and they all make sense. And all I can do is agree with them because they know their life better than I do. But I also know that my life is full too. And we are responsible for the choices we make. And we are also at the freedom to prioritize the things we want to, you know, to, we, we're allowed to reprioritize things. And it just comes to a difficult decision sometimes to actually do that. I'm starting to do that more. It's little by little, my life is being shaped the way I want it to be. I'm little by little, I'm not worrying about as much external validation, or at least I'm calling myself out when it happens. I'm thinking as an adult more than a child that's seeking permission and validation. I'm listening to myself and trying to understand what it is I want and then get past the fear of making the scary decisions and literally going after it. And I'm trying to do all of this in a non-reckless way so I'm not upending the glass and pouring it all out and starting with an empty glass again. I don't want to do that. I've gotten so far. I've made such strides. I'm quite comfortable and I'm quite stable and I'm good at my jobs. I put enough time into them and there's no, there's no reason to start over. But there are reasons to look at the bricks in the wall and figure out which ones should stay and which ones should go and make room for more building, right? And that's what I'm doing. And I hope that you find that valuable or inspiring or motivating to at least think about your life and think about the things that potentially you continue to try to add in, fail, and push them to the wayside. And maybe just think for a minute, do, are, do you want to re, reprioritize things in your life? And if so, it probably scares you because it scared me and it scares me still. But I can tell you that when my back's up against the wall, and I listen to what I actually want to do and I take action on what I actually want to do, these are always the decisions that are the scariest and always the decisions I never regret later. I just have to remind myself that they're scary and when they're scary, they're probably worth doing. It's hard, it's hard to do, okay? It's really easy for me to talk about that on a podcast. Taking action 
it's a lot slower, but I'm doing it. I'm going to leave you with that. I hope you found this interesting. I know I rambled a bit. It's the third time I recorded. This is also the longest one. Typically, I try to make them shorter as I go. I don't care. It's my podcast. Um, With that being said, I love you. I will talk to you later. I'm going to get back to building this blog. And then tomorrow's a fresh day, fresh day of work. I love you. Bye.